This is the College Football Connection Podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Welcome in, everybody. Marty Jenkins here with my man Alvin Reed. College Football Connection, week four. It's been a crazy season thus far. I appreciate y'all tuning in. The numbers are good. We're getting a lot of feedback from you guys. I'm 20 and 16. I think my man Alvin's doing good too. How you doing, my man? I'm a, I'm a skinch under 500. All right, I, but I I feel like I have predicted some outrights. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm that's making me more comfortable. But hey, you got to be over to 500 to how we say, you know, finish above 500. Right, right. Monetarily, but we're getting <laughs> we're getting hot. We're on the right track. I hope so. Oh, I hope so. Let's take a quick look uh, at last week before we dive into this week. And and just two things that jump out. Contests that weren't supposed to be close, and they were close. In Gainesville, Alabama only wins by two. And in Norman, Oklahoma only wins by a touchdown. And those are two that I missed. And please tell me, as I'm watching Alabama play Florida, and they have a 21-3 lead, how how they don't cover. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm Nick Saban, I'm I'm kind of thinking like, and I said this last week. I said like, you know, we're kind of brewing up something disastrous mm-hmm. happening when we don't need it to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the game against Auburn at the end, the um, SEC championship game. We, how are these teams getting back in games against yeah. us? That just doesn't seem, you know, like even even plausible. Taking the foot off the gas. And, I mean, twenty-one-three. I'm watching at a bar. Right. I'm like, all right, this is going to be, you know. 56 to 10 final well or you know i think they hold that lead i'm thinking like okay now we're gonna they're gonna win by this 21 points so it might be 42 24 something like that mm-hmm. now, please florida's got the ball and a chance to win the football game mm-hmm. uh, yeah. unreal great game great game mm-hmm. uh and florida may be better than uh a lot of people expected. that 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 could be so but nothing florida did in their first two games led me to believe that they would come back from that 21-3 deficit and make it a football game. Right. What I'm intrigued to see if Nebraska just, you know, got up for the game because it's a rivalry or if Nebraska is actually going to be better than that team that played the Illini. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one. They got a tough one this weekend against Sparty. I I, I think – I don't know how you're flat in a game like that, but I think Oklahoma looked at the film. Oklahoma went through their practice. Oklahoma thought we're going to beat the hell out of yep. Nebraska, and then they just, just didn't do it. Like it was a huge weekend, huge weekend in Norman. All these former players yep. were there, and just all just a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think they I, they obviously didn't play their best football game. Notre Dame looks bad again. They squeak by Penn State. Great game, not a better atmosphere in college football. Almost top mm-hmm. three. Penn State. Um, speaking of that atmosphere, Penn State gets by Auburn. That was a good game. Ohio State looks like garbage. They needed the last quarter to get by Tulsa. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> And now they got quarterback problems. Mm-hmm. I Stroud is out. He's only going to be used in emergency situations. Right, he's the emergency quarterback. I think they play Akron this week. Right, and they'll win that game with ease, probably. Probably, right, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, and but you know, after that hard-fought game against Florida, I think what Alabama has Southern Alabama or Southern Mississippi, Southern somebody. Yeah, let me pull it up right, right. here. They so, got uh, Southern Miss. Yeah. Okay. You know, not that they won't put up any scrap. Mm-hmm. But they could work out whatever kinks they had on defense and, you know, take it out on poor southern Mississippi. 
some other quick takeaways before we get into this weekend's action. Clemson barely gets by Georgia Tech. The ACC's garbage. Cincinnati goes to Bloomington. Nice win. Cincinnati, the real deal, my man. Yes, the real deal. And as we said, you go there, take care of your business there. You got a game under the Golden Dome. Touchdown, Jesus. You beat you beat Notre Dame in that football game. Yeah. And oh, now look. you cannot be denied. And that. And I'm let's see, Notre Dame, their next three games are against teams. Notre Dame will go one and two. You know, they're not gonna they play Cincinnati, Virginia Tech, they play Wisconsin this weekend, they're touchdown underdogs. Mm. Um I'd be interested to see what that point spread is when Cincinnati goes to South Bend. It'll I, be close to a pick 'em. Oh absolutely. Absolutely. I, I you know, I would love to be with Bob Bowlesby and the hierarchy of the Big 12 Conference when they are watching that Cincinnati yeah. at Notre Dame game. Yeah. Cincinnati wins that game. They in? Well, they've already been offered the invitation. Right, right. But I'm saying, but does it, that kind of cement things? But they win that game, okay? Mm-hmm. Not only are they in, they bring with them enough juice that it makes this new Big 12 so so much more attractive. Mm-hmm. I mean, this a is lot a lot sexier. Boy, this is a lot sexier. It's a godsend for the Big Twelve. Yeah, for sure. If they can win that game. Last thing, Michigan State—the b- biggest disappointment of the season thus far is the Hurricanes. They just go there and they mm-hmm. beat them by twenty-one. Miami is garbage. Uh, Miami is te- is terrible. But here's the thing: Miami has been in every game up to a point, mm-hmm. and it's ass whoop city. Mm-hmm. Now Alabama, you know, just did them in. But if you look at their other losses. It's like they would they would just make a stupid play on offense. 17-14 in the third yeah. at the end of the third quarter against Sparty. Right. You know, then they'll just not stop anybody on defense, turn the ball over on offense, and they say, you know, it looks like they just with the exception of, you know, the the Alabama game, it looks like they just got beat the entire game. And if you looked at the game, so like they, they could have won. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know. I you stick with them, maybe these are growing pains. Maybe they are. Could be a, a pretty good fo- football team. Quarterback's yeah. injured again, but, yeah. you know, that's par for the course for Miami. Really, the last three, four years. Mm-hmm. Every guy they've had in there. Mm-hmm. Great talent. Bad luck. Can't stay on the field. Mm-hmm. All right, week four. Let's hop into it. I'm going to start in Chestnut Hill with my lock of the week. Mizzou, 2-1 and one at BC. Mizzou's favored um, against BC is 3-0. They haven't beaten anybody. But, you know, they were a top 50 team heading into the season. Mizzou is favored by a point and a half. Um, BC's got a great rushing game, a great offensive line. I think Mizzou is going to score 24 to 28 points here against that BC defense. But my lock of the week here is the over. I think this game is over 58 and a half. I think we see a lot of points in this contest. And... The game itself, I think it's a tough one. Mizzou needs this win, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, they really need this win. But I'm going to take BC to cover that point and a half. But my lock of the week is over 58 and a half. Okay. I am going to go on the under 58 and a half. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, for, for for one reason, I think it might rain. I didn't check the forecast. I, I, I kind of looked earlier in the week, but I don't, uh, you know, you know how that is, mm-hmm. what it was two, three days ago, mm-hmm. and it was when um, I was looking at baseball. and Oh, yeah, we got rain. Yeah, and it, <laughs> they were talking. I kind of stumbled upon that. Mm-hmm. It was it was kind of like, I, you know, the Red Sox were playing, 
and they were, you know, they're in the wild card battle. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, like, you know, it's supposed to rain this weekend, and we might end up – they were just saying that we could end up playing two games on Monday or Sunday or something like that because you have to play them, obviously, because it's so close. So that was why I said, like, oh, okay. All right. I'm checking the forecast now. I need to start checking the forecast yeah. more. I would say this, too, okay? And this this will be my either shut me up, you know, unless it's a sure thing. I'm going to take Missouri, okay? okay? I'm going to give the one and a half only because I just, coming into it, Boston College, you know, was not supposed to be – you know, that good a team. Right. And I think a team that could go to Kentucky and, you give know. Give all they can handle. And give them all they can, give them all they can handle can cover the one and a half. Now, Missouri played a true road game in Kentucky, okay? I've been to that stadium. It's big. It's loud. They sell out every game. Boston College is smaller, but it's loud there too. But two years ago, really the, the high point of the – Les Miles' catastrophe mm-hmm. was Kansas won at Boston College. So I think Missouri <laughs> covers. Mm. All right. Mm. Uh, so you got Missouri covering and the under. Speaking of electric electric atmosphere, mm. we're talking about Penn State-Auburn. It's going to be a great atmosphere at Soldier Field this weekend. Yes. Um, this is an 11 a.m. start. Irish against Whiskey. This opened up at like a point and a half, too. It's up to like a touchdown for Whiskey right I, I, now. And I, I have watched that. And I, it's it's almost like is somebody hurt that I don't know about. And I would say it was probably somebody on Notre Dame's offensive line. You know, I always forget his name. And that's so terrible. It's a kid from Viani who's just like oh, he's a stud. He's a stud. Okay, but he's been their offense a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And boy, they keep they, they keep dodging the proverbial bullet. You know, that's the point spread. Uh, their first three contests, they've looked like garbage. And and just that, I mean. You know, just like close game in the third quarter, Purdue I thought was kind of in control of that game from the second quarter as we went into the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And you know, once again, Notre Dame did what they had to do to 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 get ahead and keep the lead. But that's mm-hmm. about all they did. Okay, so Marty, you know this, I know this, you know Chicago, I know Chicago. Chicago is Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Chicago, Chicago is big money. Mm-hmm. I want to be in a suite. I want to be in a good seat. Mm-hmm. At Soldier Field, it will be a Notre Dame crowd with a lot of Wisconsin fans there too. Tons, I think. because it's—I mean, technically, you're what forty Back, miles from Wisconsin yeah, from Madison, the state yeah. itself, mm-hmm. so they'll be well represented. I think the—I think the point spread is is too high. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Notre Dame. I'm gonna take the points. You're going to take Notre Dame and you're going to take um, – yeah, I'm going to take the points too. But this is one of these things. You look at the spread and it's either going to be one of two things, obviously. I'm saying the obvious here. It's seven points almost because of Notre Dame's first three contests. That means Whiskey's going to blow them out of the water. Or it's a deceiving point spread, mm-hmm. meaning Notre Dame can maybe finally play up to the hype they got heading into the season and they cover the six and a half. Yeah. I mean, you know, Notre Dame's losing by seven points. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go down and score a touchdown. Kelly feels ballsy. They go for two, so they don't have to play overtime. They make it. Yeah. You know, they win the game. They um, cover. And just 30 seconds earlier, they weren't covering. Right. I think something like that could go down. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, if you're going to give me six and a half and I'm Notre Dame and I'm playing in Chicago, I'm going to take those six and a half. I'm going to take it too. Um, and this game could come down to the wire or it could be a blowout. 
this is one of these games I haven't had a feel. This is the toughest game I think we've looked at since we've started this. I could agree. I think one thing is that maybe they're looking at it like this will be the team that would could just run over mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Like we're not <laughs> offensive we're, line. Give offensive, us the ball. We're, 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 exactly. Like we're going to take you to Big Ten school. Because if we've learned one thing thus far, it's the Irish defense is garbage. Right, and and even with it, like how many times did Purdue pass the ball? A lot. Mm-hmm. So it, that was more about stopping Purdue's pass game than it was stopping the run game. Right. And I think Wisconsin might just say like, we're going to be physical with you. We're going to get you off of the field when we do get you in third down, and we're going to make your defense tackle. And yeah. You're, we're going to make your defense play physical football. Yeah. And that might be the plan, and that might be why. People don't think Notre Dame could stand up to that. I see the ground and pound come from a whiskey, and I think they, against this Irish defense, you look at what other teams have scored. I think Wisconsin, despite not scoring a lot of points, you know, generally, I think they can score 30 against Notre Dame. Yeah, and what do you think? I mean, think back to that first game against Penn State. That was a very physical football game for the first game of the year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like say, Wisconsin has not faced an opponent like that in the last two weeks. Yeah. But they have, you know, they showed that, you know, we – we we went toe to toe with which a playoff team with a playoff team a playoff caliber team I think so so I think they're they're certainly not going to be intimidated right by Notre Dame mm-hmm. and just you know I think they'll try to beat them up for four quarters I think Wisconsin can score thirty uh, Wisconsin defense is good but I do think Notre Dame will score enough being seventeen points to hit the over in this one as well What is the over forty six forty six go over. I really like the over, and I like Notre Dame to cover. I'm still going with the under on the 46. Yeah. I just perceive some uh, – uh, those two being a little, little – little, we're getting a little – it ain't October yet, mm-hmm. but we're getting into the season. And the 38, 35s and all that, that, that that's going to start slowing down. I think defenses will get their feet underneath them, and, and games will be a little bit less – uh, scoring and 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 teams won't get blown out. Either. Right, teams won't find themselves down by three touchdowns, no matter who they're playing. Right, and I think one thing to watch in this is, you know, Jack Cohn's going against his former team, so yes. I think he's going to bring a little bit more to this game. And I think the Irish receivers are going to have success against Wisconsin secondary with Michael Mayer and Kevin Austin. So, you and I both have the uh, the cover Notre Dame cover in mm-hmm. six and a half, um, or whatever it finishes at. Because the way I've been doing it on this podcast, what that line finishes at is what we got it at. It could be six and a half yeah, now, yeah. but it could end at five. It could end at seven. Yeah, I, all I can tell the people is we're 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 doing what it is we're right now. Ends. That's all we can do. Yeah, because yeah. if we were to go make a legal wager right now, that's what we got. That's true. That's why you, you know, that's like true. when yeah. one pops up on, there, there are a lot, this is true in NFL games. They always come down. So if you got an inclination, get over to where you need to go. And place that and wager. place that <laughs> wager, right. Don't, don't you know, if they're going to give you Four and a half on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Don't wait, right? Because it'll be three and a half. It'll be three. And hey, take your point a half. Mm-hmm. All right, you and I are both rolling with the Golden Domers this mm-hmm. weekend. Oh, uh, let's stay in the Midwest here. Um, the Illini one and two heartbreaker against Maryland. Did you watch that? Uh, yes, could be <laughs> easily could be two and one. I mean, how do you lose that game? I I have no idea. I I Illinois is is. Snake bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. The Texas San Antonio game. Mm-hmm. Winnable game. Oh, yeah. Win- winnable game. In this game, you were winning late in the fourth. You're late, late in the fourth. Now you got blown out of Virginia. Right. But I don't, come on. You know, like, you got to win one of those two games. You got to put it in the bag. San Antonio, 
Mm-hmm. You got to find a way to stop them. If all Illinois had to do was get a, uh, one stop against San Antonio because they could move the ball on them. Yeah. Couldn't get a stop. Last week, a lot of yards, mm-hmm. not a lot of points. Mm-hmm. So they're finding ways to, how, how we say, lose. And, and they're doing it. And they're doing it. And they're going to do it again this weekend because they're not going to win in West Lafayette. Um, I think, you know, Jack Plumber looks good. Seven touchdowns, no interceptions, a great receiving core. I think the Boilers cover that 11. I, I think they do, too. Especially, and I think they go over 53 and a half. I, I, I'm, I, we're just in agreement on this one. You're in agreement on the over as well. Yes, I am. Right. I, I, I think they're going to – I think Illinois is going to run into trouble this time. And that's a sneaky, t- tough place to play. They bring oh. the fans there. Oh, I, I, you know, from my days covering Illinois and Purdue with when that first paper when right? I was in Danville. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a really, it's a, it's, a, it's a great place to play a football game. Mm-hmm. You know, and the team I covered, you know, Jim Everett and um, Woodson, and they had, oh, they had a really, really good football team. Yeah. During that time. Yeah. And um, you know, I was there. I, I think I saw three or four games there, mm-hmm. and it was, I liked going up there. I, I really did. It's a good atmosphere. Right. Um, quick story, 30 seconds of your time, guys. You'll enjoy this. My dad and I went to West Lafayette to see Notre Dame play 10 years ago. Um, last second touchdown, Jimmy Clausen to, I think, Anthony Fasano, Notre Dame wins. Bam. We leave the game, you know, excited to drive back to Edwardsville. We got to win. Can't find our car. <laughs> Couldn't find our car. This was like kind of pre-iPhone days. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. Right. In my call, in my phone, I thought I put a note of the street we were on. Mm. Next thing you know, we're walking around West Lafayette, and I, I crap you not, for five hours, Just, didn't find our car till two a.m. Got back to Edwardsville at seven a.m. <laughs> it was my dad was so ticked at me. I mean, it was just one of those things. I mean. I mean, you can't call the police or help because we don't know what street we were on. Yeah. I just thought I had it marked down in front of this frat house on this street, and I just forgot the street. It was just a disaster. Was Alvin. it closer or was it farther? Than can't even remember. Can't even remember. But I know we walked out of that game, and, uh, and we didn't find our car for four or five hours, and we got back to Edwardsville at 7 a.m. All right. Oh, well, quick brutal. story. I got one for you. Uh, my wife, one of the times I went up there, my wife and a friend of hers, you know, rode with me. Yeah. And I said, like, you guys, you know, there's, like, shopping and, and bars and all that. You know, I'd be, you know, you could say, hang out, you know, on a Saturday. I said, like, sure. Yeah, all right. So, you know, they dropped me off at the stadium. And I said, like, you know, I'm going to, I'll write and all that. And I'll, you know, meet you here, mm-hmm. you know, back at this time. And uh, I had a parking pass. <laughs> and and so I said, like, you know, you could, you could still get in, you know, or just I'll be out here in this area. So whatever. So they picked me up. And they had, you know, did they done some shopping and whatnot? But then they just went to a bar, mm-hmm. and they had uh, little kings, the little like they're like a malt liquor, malt liquor little beverage, little beverage, right, <laughs> right, like and Mickey's. They, and, yeah, and they had them in Cincinnati mm-hmm. when I was an intern. I had heard of them. She said, like, have you ever heard of little kings? Uh, or yeah, I they said, pack a punch, huh? Oh, and they were like, Marty. Apparently, they were like fifty cent. Or something like that With on game day. Content. Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> so they had a good time. Oh, they had a a big, big, big time. Right. <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's shift it. This is another. This is another tough one to call. Let's shift it to Fayetteville. Uh, number seven A and M. They're three and zero. Barely won. You know, a couple weeks ago against the Buffaloes of Colorado. And they go to an Arkansas team that was supposed to be one of the worst in the SEC, and they're sitting there at number sixteen in the country. 
and they're three and zero. A and M's favored by five and a half. Um, I, this is a really tough one to call because I looked at the Longhorns; they were favored by four or five points going to Fayetteville too, and they mm-hmm. got the the doors blown off of them. Um, but I'm looking at this game, and A and M, uh, their quarterback, you know, Kyle Daza, he, he's got a balanced wide receiving core, good running back. Uh, they did only score 10 points against Colorado, but I think they turned it around here. I do like the under in this game. And K.J. Jefferson for Arkansas, he's starting to struggle a little bit. He's going against a really good defense at A&M. I like the under in this game, um, and I like A&M to cover. Okay. I will go with the over, and the reason I'm going with the over is because I think um, Arkansas gets a little come up at this week okay i think 47 yeah and i i i think the texas a&m beats them i now maybe arkansas will now this will be the you know then we got a story yeah yeah, (laughs) that'll be the one to shut me up okay (laughs) but i think texas a&m beats them by at least a touchdown yeah and i kind of think they win going away i i just think texas a&m is a much better football team than arkansas is and i think texas is is a much weaker football team than Mm -hmm people thought they were at the beginning of the season and you see a lot of points in this one i do see points i i do see arkansas mustering up a fight so you know what do i got you know 30 to 20 yeah that that covers that also tops the 47 so i'm gonna i'm gonna go over on the 47 and it'll be another electric atmosphere um but i'm gonna go with the under and i'm gonna go with a&m in this one this is another intriguing game because Arkansas, as I mentioned, is supposed to be garbage bottom feeder this year in the SEC. Mm-hmm. If they win this game, they're four and zero, and they're in the top ten. Oh, they they have to be. I don't think you can find a way to keep them out of the top ten. I also think the Texas A and M. Obviously, do you need? It's not like wake up call after the trip to Colorado. I think the wake up call for them was the fact that Arkansas beat the hell out of Texas in this stadium. Mm-hmm. So we better show up and play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's and maybe Colorado's a little bit better than we thought. Yeah. You know, but nonetheless, I think Texas A&M will be ready for this game. It is an SEC game. Mm-hmm. It is a game that Texas A&M knows. Man, we go up here and lose. We didn't. We we threw a wrench. Yeah. In our SEC championship plans. Yeah. So I think they. I think. I think they handle their business. And speaking of West Lafayette, tough place to play. When when uh, A&M went to uh, Colorado, I'm sure you've been to Boulder. Yeah. That's a great time. That's mm-hmm. a great city, and that's a great place to watch a game. Oh, it is. It is, especially early before it gets cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both times I was there, it was November. <laughs> All right, drum roll, because I got people asking me here, is this the weekend, Alvin, where you're over-under bet hits for the Jayhawks? This has got to be the week, I think, for the over-under. 16-point underdogs I, after I, last weekend's I, fiasco. Fiasco. In a game that was fourteen to seven at halftime, I did not know that. I thought that was a blowout from the get go. No, I didn't, I didn't keep no, an eye on four, that one. They went in the locker room down fourteen seven. Wow! Did not score another point. Got steamrolled. Depth issues. Still don't have the offensive line together. How good is Duke? I don't know. But I say KU covers the sixteen and a half. I think KU could win the football game. I like. I said I like what Coach Leipold is 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 bringing. There's something, what's what's the song? There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. That's kind of yeah, how we are looking at our team. Mm-hmm. Like, Granite got blown out. You see the score. Baylor blew us out. How are we, how is it 14-7 at halftime? How is it that you give a scrap to Coastal Carolina for, yep, yep. for, for, for three quarters? 
It's something. And then, and then you put up 166 total yards against yeah. Baylor. Right. So, you well, know. You better hit it this weekend, Alvin, because if they don't win this game, they're not hitting it. Well, then it would just have to be. A fluke. A fluke. Somebody <laughs> somebody did show up. We've got K-State yeah. at home, and K-State's got quarterback issues right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? Maybe they could get hit by COVID and more injuries and all that. And the game is at Lawrence this year. But other than that, I don't. I, I can't see anybody else that we might be. Homecoming is Texas Tech. They look pretty solid. They look pretty solid, but we beat Texas Tech, I guess, two years ago. Um, we always give TCU fits, mm-hmm. home or on the road. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's going to happen, but for some reason, that's the team in the conference. Every team has some team mm-hmm. that we seem to always end up in a close game against that team. Mm-hmm. Well, TCU is that team for us. So, but your best bet. I'm making this ticket in my wallet, in my pocket. Mm-hmm. A winner is Saturday. And I know 16 and a half seems like a, you know, I, I, I know, you know, like that seems like a just how are they possibly going to even win a football game? Mm-hmm. But like I said, I, something, something is happening in a, in, a, in a positive way. Besides last weekend's second half. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hey, look. Last year, year before, it's done at halftime. Yeah. Kids are leaving. Right. That butt whooping was early and often. Yeah. You know, um, two years ago, homecoming. Oh, boy. Um, I don't think it was Tech because we beat Tech. That might have been three years ago. I forgot who we played. Oh, my God. I, you was know, it Oklahoma State? Yeah, I think it was. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, Gundy. Yeah, it was Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. You know, hospitality tent. Tailgating. You know. We're slugging down drinks and whatnot. Game starts. Dude, by the time I get in the stadium, it's it freaking 21 nothing. 21 nothing. And <laughs> Oklahoma State was driving. <laughs> you know, like, well, it's almost like beautiful day. Man, I can't even, I, I can't walk in the stadium with two minutes left of the first quarter. <laughs> and the damn game is already over. I mean, you couldn't give me that. I will yeah. say this. Mm. KU forced some turnover against Coastal Carolina, mm. and I think they can they got the two they got two against Baylor. Yeah, and I think they can do the same against Duke. Yeah, I, I think we've got more forced turnovers now. We're three forces away than than what we had for an entire season. Mm-hmm. So there's some good things happening. Um, I don't think Duke is so strong uh, across their defensive front mm-hmm. that they expose the fact that our offensive line just. Ain't getting the job done. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a kid transfer from Notre Dame. Everybody was excited, and he got hurt, and he ain't played, and he ain't going to play for like two, three more weeks. Uh, Grenard, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's been disappointing. I mean, you get hurt, you get hurt. But he's center, and he was supposed to be captain, coming from Notre Dame. You know, had played. Big-time player for yeah, Kansas. Had, had played. It's big-time player for Kansas, but he's not on the field. Right. That's a big blow. Mm-hmm. Um, What's I'm, your over-under in that one? I'm going to roll with you on KU covering. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it could be an ugly affair. I'm taking under 57 and a half. I would do the same thing. Mm. Yeah. You and I are rolling with uh, some of the same picks here mm. this weekend. So don't let me down, Kansas. Don't let me down this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that one. Speaking of Oklahoma State, mm. let's go to Stillwater. They're six and a half point favorites against a surprise team. We just mentioned Kansas State's number 25. Mm. They're 3 0. They beat a Stanford team um, that beat the crap out of uh, USC. Great running back in Deuce Vaughn, 371 yards on the season, five touchdowns. But they don't have a passing game, Kansas State. And I I think the Pokes roll in this one. I think they cover the six and a half. 
Um, by the way, they had a nice win at Boise last weekend. That's an yes, that's a, win. that's that was impressive win. Uh, also, that kind of made me, you know, think that makes me think more about this game. I really want to take K State in those points, and I'm going to take K State in those points. But that game last week, and I'm looking at it, and K State has lost their quarterback, as I said, uh, at least for a couple weeks, I guess. Um, I don't know. I just think they find a way. Boy, they got a good coach. Yeah, you know, K State's got a good coach. Mm-hmm. All right, and so I'm going to take K State. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to gift me those six and a half. I think that game's closer than people think it's going to. You got be. An, a feel on the over under at forty five and a half? All my unders. I think I'm going to go over on the forty five and a half this All time. Right. We're going to go opposite on that. I'm taking okay. the Pokes to cover and under forty five and a half. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, any other games that uh, jump out? Well, to I was going to run this past. It's like let's find a West Coast one. All right, well, so yeah, we can the, give the people a nightcap because I, 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 I said like you, you probably like me. I, I find myself there's some game on at ten o'clock on Saturday night, be it San Jose State uh, versus yeah. whoever. Uh, well, how about this? Uh, uh, it's not a good game, the, but it's a chance for you to get your money back at the end of the the night, or, or vice versa. That's why I'm saying like, yeah, zero oh, and three Arizona, twenty nine point dogs in Eugene. Arizona's bad, man. You took a late take a look. They lost to BYU. It was a close one. They got blown out by San Diego State. And last weekend, they lost to Northern Arizona. Uh, mm, who's UCLA got? I'm interested in that. They uh, might be off. Who's UCLA got? Yeah. Oh, well, they're they, – well, I was going to mention that game, but that's a 5 o'clock game. Okay, all right. And the, and UCLA, boy, they got beat by Fresno State last I, weekend. I know. All of a sudden, that's what I was going to say. I wanted to say, like, who they got? Because the bloom came off that rose – you know, yeah. Chip, Chip, wait, Chip Kelly was like, he's got this thing going in the right direction, and he's the right man for the job. They're like, hey, I told you he should be fired in one game. They're, they're four-and-a-half-point favorites in Palo Alto. I kind of like Stanford in that one. I would kind of like Stanford, too. Mm-hmm. All right, let's have some fun. Let's do the Arizona game. All right. I'm going to take Oregon to cover, too, actually, now that I think about it. that That's one of the surprise teams in the country this year. I, I agree with you, but I'm going to – give me Arizona. Give me those 29 points. That's too big a spread. <laughs> I mean, come on now. 29 points, they're going to make me a loser. But I, I'm going to take Arizona. I'm going to take those 29. Lots of action this weekend, folks. And uh, we, we do this every time we wrap up the podcast. And I think uh, since we've done it the last couple times, they have not lost yet, but – how about those Cardinals, man? The heat is on. Hey, wait. 300 to 1 to win the World Series. Now, that was, you know, three weeks ago when it didn't even look like they were going to make the playoffs. 30 to 1 now. Hey. That is huge. And that's one of those things like, hey, you did know. Did you put some money on that? 300 to 1? If, if that's what I was – I did not. But you thought about it, didn't you? Well, you look at it you said like, well, you know, if the Cardinals get in, they, they could possibly do it. And, you know, that's like a $10 bet win $3,000. Mm-hmm. Now, we're now to 30 and, you know, the only thing is, like, that's win World Series. Right. So you're not talking about getting in and being the National League, you know, representative. Then you have to win the World Series. Right. That's a, and, and they're they're hot as a volcano right now. They are. And I was talking to my my uh, my buddy Billy, you know, the pride of Sparta, Illinois, and he was like, listen, I think the Dodgers are going to win the World Series, but if I'm the Cardinals, I want to play the Dodgers in that wild card game because I feel like – if you play any team in one game, you can beat them. That's your best chance, right? And you also, what, who would you want to see in the wild card game if you're a Cardinals fan? I think I still say San Francisco, because we we went four and two against San Francisco. San Francisco can't throw Matt uh, Scherzer at you mm-hmm. in that game. Mm-hmm. 
And that's, I think, the, the, the biggest problem that the Cardinals would have. Now, Scherzer did not pitch like a Cy Young candidate mm-hmm. yesterday. You know, the Dodgers won that game, but he gave up, what, five over five? Yep. Kind of his, his outing was similar to, to Wainwright's. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Wainwright, the last couple outings, is kind of... Right. So, um, you know, I... I but a, a buddy of mine had said, like, ah, you know, I'd rather take on the Dodgers in that wild card and either win the game and move on or be done with it. But he says, like, I don't think, you know, if the Dodgers pitching is set up... Right. And ours would not be, because we would have to use one in the wild card yeah. game, then you got to beat them, what, three out of five, and they are just... Yeah, yeah. And the know. Cardinals are kind of playing with house money. And like Dunk used to say, you know, if it's just one game, I don't care how good you are, you're going to get the tight cheeks. Well, well, <laughs> I've I've said this, and the Dodgers could. And, and it, this was years before we even had had you know had a pandemic. But I always said, like, you know, if I've always said this, if the team that won 110 games during the regular season, okay, and swept their way through the playoffs and were in the World Series, and the only team for some reason from the other league that could you know like play in the world series against this team was the worst team let's say you know let's say the dodgers are there this year and they had to play the baltimore orioles best four out of seven the orioles would win some games one or two one or two yeah and then make it a series why because hey we're here mm-hmm so that's one game? Are you kidding me? Right. If you said, like, hey, you got to play in a wild card game and you got to play the Baltimore Orioles, <laughs> I, w- I couldn't sleep before that game if I was the manager of the Dodgers. Because mm-hmm. I said, you know, they're going to figure out some way to beat us. Yeah. You know, they're going like- to score 10 runs unexpectedly. They're going to beat us one to nothing. Something f- freaky is going to happen. Yeah. Reminds me uh the Cubs a few years ago. They The season ended and they mm-hmm. had to play. Yeah, a play-in game to determine the division winner before the wild card game. So they had a one game against the Brewers at Wrigley. Right, this was two th- two years ago, I think. Is it? Mm-hmm. They got smoked by the Brewers. Right, and then you go to two days later, you play the wild card play-in game at Wrigley against the Rockies. And you uh, lo- no, 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 not the Rockies. Um, oh man, why am I drawing a blank? On I thought it was the Rockies. It was the Rockies. Yeah, okay. It was a night game, yeah. and then you get beat to the Rockies. Right, <laughs> and I thought they'd win both those games. Me too. I was like, I know you're a Cubs fan. And they but were I was good like, that year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said, like, man, I'm surprised at this. I yeah. really was. And that was when I first believed that, ah, you know what? This window has closed on the Cubs. Yeah, man. It's, that, that That's a whole other conversation about the window. Should they have more, won more than one? Yeah. But if you're a, a sane Cubs fan in this world and all you wanted was one for 100 years – Man, I can die happy now. Yeah. Well, we'll always have 16. You'll always have 16. 17, you made the National League Championship Series. Mm -hmm. And that's all you could ask. Mm -hmm. You know, like, not all you could ask, but what did they do wrong? They lost the National League Championship Series. Yeah. All right. Now, what happened after that, where each year you you did less and less, and then you were out of the playoffs, and now it's been, you know, obviously you're not going this year, so there's two years in a row that you're you're not even in the playoffs. And old Theo just... Scattered out of there, like always. I hear he's going to go to Mets. <laughs> I could totally see that. I right, man, that, that you know this billionaire owner they got now. Apparently, the second this season is over, he's cleaning the house and he's going to apparently tell Theo, "I will pay you anything you want." Yeah, bring us a ring. 
Yeah, exactly. Years, and you know? you know how it is, Marty. If somebody says, I will pay you anything you want, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're thinking like, hmm, Mets. And he'll do it there. Oh, Theo will win and one, he, and then he'll be on his way again. I, right. And he might actually retire after that. Yeah. Right. Because he's working like doing some gig where he's making all kind of money, mm-hmm. like outside of baseball. Some kind of analytic kind of thing, I think. Tough life. Right, tough life. All right. Well, that was a fun one. Um, so, yeah, uh, I like wrapping things up with the Cardinals talk. And I'll tell you what, if they happen to win that one-game wild card, which I do not think they will, then it's going to be a hot ticket here in St. Louis if, for the NLDS. Uh, if the Cardinals get in, they're always a load to get out. Because everybody's talking about 2011 now. Yeah, like, 10, 10, years, 10 years. Right. Shades and, of and, 11. And Mike Wilbon, you know, on uh, Pardon the inter- Interruption on ESPN, he calls the Cardinals the boogeyman because he remembers yeah. that game. He's like, we had a five-run lead with two innings to play. Oh, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that either. I had on my phone to send my buddy who works at ESPN now, uh, Rob King, a text congratulating him. It yeah. was literally on my phone, Marty. Mm-hmm. And I never sent it because it all transpired. Boogeyman is the perfect way to describe it. Yeah. He said, like, the Cardinals are the boogeyman. Yeah. Right. And everybody's, like, national people are talking now. Like, that's the one team. They just, they don't go away. Right. They're gnats, you know? Yeah. And nobody can put them away. And then Cincinnati decided they didn't want to win any more games. That's what I was going to bring you up. You talk, you were like, this guy needs to be fired, you know? They just signed a new extension. I saw that too, (laughs) Mark. And you know what their reasoning was? Uh, what he's done the last couple of years. Yeah, we went, we made the playoffs last year. We were in kid detention all year this year. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> forget the epic collapse. Yeah, yeah, forget the epic collapse. We're signing you to a two-year extension. Right. All right, my man, it all was right. fun. Good luck. We got lots of good games this weekend. You're heading out of town, right? I'm heading out of town. You're getting an award. Tell us about this. Oh award. man, I'm I'm I, I it's okay to become a fish bar, but I'm the uh I'm the best weekly sports columnist in the in the state of Missouri. And I'll be getting my award tomorrow at an award ceremony with a lot of other newspapers. Um Well and, deserved. And I'll be on that side of the state, so I'll be able to watch the KU game on uh T V. Right on. There it's a mid afternoon. In fact, I'll be getting done with the award ceremony. Um Right as they kick off. So, congrats. I, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, who, your Cowboys had a nice win last week. San Diego Chargers. Who do they got this week? Uh, we are home to uh, the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Jalen Hurts is playing good, but that should be a win for the Cowboys. The Cowboys should take care of business, and then we host Carolina. Boy, that's a surprise. 3 0. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Sam Darno. Uh, yeah, big surprise. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, yeah, right. Everybody says, like, what's going on? Well, he doesn't play for the Jets anymore. And Adam Gase isn't his coach anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, funny how those things turn out. And as a Bears fan, all eyes this weekend. All, Justin this Fields is getting the start. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Bear down. All right, man. Safe travels. All right. You too, man. All Thanks. Right. I appreciate everybody tuning in as usual. It's going to be a great weekend of college football. Thanks, y'all, for joining. Enjoy the games and be safe out there. Take You've been listening to the College Football Connection podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Sports talk for St. Louis. Care.